0: All right, tonight, today is, is the 8th, is the right? All right, so we will read on the chapter 8 of Proverbs tonight, okay? Proverbs chapter 8. If you'd like to read, we'd love for you to do so here tonight. Proverbs chapter 8. All right. so I guess there's five of us. That'll work, right? You ready? Alright, so I guess we'll do, uh, let's do seven for you. Seven verses.
1: doeth not wisdom cry, and understanding put forth her voice? She standeth in the top of high places, by the way in the places of the past. She crieth at the gates, and the entry of the city, at the coming, and at the doors. Unto you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of man. O ye simple, understand wisdom, and ye fools, be ye of an understanding heart. Herefore I will speak of excellent things, and the opening of my lips shall be right things. Amen. For my mouth shall speak truth, and wickedness is an abomination to my lips.
0: Thank you. Seven years.
2: All the words of my mouth are in righteousness. There is nothing forward or perverse in them. They are all plain to him that understandeth, and write to them that find knowledge. Receive my instruction, and not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence, and find out knowledge of witty inventions. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, Pride and arrogancy, and the evil way and the forward mouth, do I hate. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength.
0: Thank you.
2: <laughs> By the king's reign and, and princes' decree, justice. By me, princes rule and nobles, even all the judges of the earth. I love them that love me. And those that seek me early shall find me. Riches and honor are with me, yea, durable riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, yea, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. I lead in the way of righteousness in the midst of the paths of judgment, that I may cause those that love me to inherit substance, and I will fill their treasures. Thank you, Rob. The Lord possessed me in the beginning of his ways before his works of old. I was set up from everlasting, from the beginning, wherever the earth was. When there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no fountains abounding with water, before the mountains were settled, before the hills was, I brought forth. While as yet he had not made the earth, nor the fields, nor the highest part of the dust of the world. When he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he set a compass upon the face of the depth, when he established the clouds above, when he strengthened, straighteneth the fountains of the deep. Thank you. When he gave the sea his decree, that the waters should not pass his commandment, when he appointed the foundations of the earth, then I was by him, as one brought up with him, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in the habitable part of this earth, and my delights were with the sons of men. Now therefore hearken unto me, O ye children, for blessed are they that keep my ways. Hear instruction, and be wise, and refuse it not. Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the post of my doors. For whoso findeth me findeth life, and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death.
0: Man. If you have your Bibles tonight, it will be in Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. And we'll begin reading in verse 10. I want to start a little small series on one another. One another. And uh, go through the scriptures and find passages that deal with one another. And because I feel like today that we need to come to the place where we can recognize one another and understand one another. And one another needs to be important in our lives. And so we'll just go through the Bible. Different passages each week on Wednesday nights, just preaching on one another. Here in, we begin here in chapter 12, in verse 9, or verse 10. I'm sorry, verse 10 it says, "Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love, in honor preferring one another, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer." distributing to the necessity of saints given to hospitality. Bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that do rejoice and with them that weep. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise and not in your own conceits. Recompense no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as it lieth in you, live peacefully with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. Father, we come to you in the most precious name, the most glorious name, the most powerful name. That name is Jesus tonight. And Lord, as we come to you, we're asking for the help of the Lord. Father, our thought tonight, dear God, is one another. You have a lot to say in the Bible about one another. And Lord, I pray, Father, that we'd help, we'd find every nugget. God, we'd find every word, we'd find every precept and concept. God, that it would help Glory Baptist Church, God, to understand who we are and what we are. Father, I ask you tonight, Lord, to anoint us with your spirit. God, I pray you fill us tonight, God, with your power. God, may your presence be so real. God, may your moving amongst us, dear God, be so powerful. God, that we might tonight at the end of our service just fall down before you tonight in worship. And God, that we might just give you glory and give you praise. Father, do a work within our hearts tonight. Open our eyes. Open, dear God, our ears that we might be able to hear and see. I pray you'd save the lost, though. I pray tonight, dear God, that you'd move in their hearts as well. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. So it's the series that I'm going to be preaching on is called One Another. Tonight I want to preach on living with you. Living with you. Have you thought about that tonight? Living with you. How would that work out? I wonder tonight, how would you do living with you? And uh, I wonder tonight, would it end in divorce? Would it end in fight? Would it end in a hospital? Would it end in a jail? Would it end in happy ever after? Living with you. I thought about this tonight. I thought about one another and uh, thinking about relationships tonight, one another, like a marriage relationship would be with one another. But also there's a working relationship with one another. But also tonight, there's a church in the way of, of being together as one another in church. There's one another in family, there's one another in neighbor. there's one another in friend. There's one another in where you go. Every place you seem to go, there's somebody there. And everywhere that you end up, there seems to be somebody there. We can't go hardly anywhere at any place where there's not another. And so tonight, this thing about one another affects our lives. It affects our lives in our home and outside our homes. It affects our lives with every individual, whether it's an enemy or whether it's a friend, whether it's a spouse. Whether it's a child, whether it's a pastor, whether it's a member, whether it's someone tonight is a stranger, or somebody tonight is someone you know well, one another. One another applies tonight, and it applies so, uh, so real in our lives tonight. We, we cannot ignore it. We cannot just uh, say that one another really don't have a meaning for us. Or one another as something that we can kind of neglect or we can kind of like just scoot over to the side and say something like this. I don't like people anyway. Or you know what, people get on my nerves. Or you might say, you know what, the world will be a lot better with nobody. And so we, we find you hear that. I hear it from folks time to time and, and boy it seems like that somebody uh, bothers everybody. But tonight, I want you to think about you, living with you. Tonight, you have rules, living with you. you got rules. Everybody in this room tonight, somebody who lives with you, I'm not talking about being married with you. I'm talking about lives with you, just meaning around you, friends of you, uh, kind of hang out with you, part of you, with you. Anytime there's some sort of gathering together with you, there's rules. You have rules. Tonight, none too, two, but you have boundaries. Amen. Amen. You have boundaries. In other words, you have rules. If you, somebody breaks them rules, you just get after them. You have boundaries. If somebody cross them boundaries, you just kind of lose your mind and say what you need to say. Not only do you have boundaries, but you got expectations. People that don't meet the expectations, you tell them about it. People who who in your home or your marriage or your church, they just don't reach that expectation that you want. You just kind of throw them away. You kind of say, well, they didn't reach that. I guess I'm just going to find somebody else. We find living with you, you have rules and boundaries and you have expectations. Number two, I'll tell you something else. You have, you have rights. Right. Living with you, you've got rights, right? right. You've got rights. got a right to live. you got a right to speak. You've got a right to think. You got a right tonight. Not only do you have rights, but living with you, you have privileges. Mm-hmm. There's things living with you that you have privilege. You have privilege to speak to me. You have privilege to be in the house. You have privilege to just call me on the phone. You have privilege to say I love you. You have privilege to say, you know, uh, you know, I, I ask you to buy me something. You know. So there's privileges, right? Living with you, there's privileges. There's Living with you, there's rights. But living with you, there's excuses. Living with you, there's excuses of, of why, of how. So all of us tonight, we're all of you. And we all have excuses. And tonight, I'll tell you something else. Living with you, you have biases. You're biased. Amen. Now, don't, don't get spiritual on me tonight. You say, I don't have no biases. Now you're a liar. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to go there. We all have biases. We all have prejudices. Mm -hmm. We all do. All of us tonight, but we have favorites. Mm -hmm. Amen. We we are just people with these problems. Uh Living with you, that's bias and prejudice and have favorites. Living with you. Living with you that have attitudes. Yeah. Living with you that have opinions. Yeah. Living with you that have moods. Living with you. Amen. I we're kind of explaining everybody, aren't we? Yeah. Or is this me? No. Oh, okay. I thought I was the only one I'm talking about. <laughs> right. Living with you, you have likes. Living with you, you have dislikes. Living with you, you have don't care. Right? right. Just don't care. Living with you, you have mental breakdowns. Yes, sir. Right? We have mental breakdowns. Sure. Living with you, you have emotional outbursts. Yeah. Living with you, you have physical stoppages. In other words, you just sometimes just stop. That's just living with you. Mm -hmm. Now, can you imagine tonight having other people in your life? Mm -hmm. If I'm living with you and all of these is what's in your life, and I have to live with that, Uh right? Right. I mean, does it seem complicated already? Does it seem pretty difficult? I mean all those things I just said, living with you, you got and that's just a start. And you're just you. Yeah. Uno. Just uno, uno, <laughs> one. Oh, one. And there's others in our lives. Yes. One another. My what a major theme. What a what a great uh Possibility and opportunity that you and I might have tonight, but just living with you tonight, you've got to have to consider some things. Yes, sir. Because you're not the easiest thing to live with. Right. Right. You're, you're not the you're, you're not the sweetest, and, and you're not the, the innocent, and you're not the guiltless as you might think you are. That's true. Amen. I could see Brother George and Sister Diana thinking right now. You ain't, ain't never been in our home. You give me, you give me nine more days. You give me more nine more days. We're gonna have heaven in, we're gonna have heaven in an apartment. Right? And I'm tell you, friend, those two people who are gonna get married in nine days is gonna be the very same people that were before the nine days. As all of us tonight. All of us tonight need to consider, tonight, you. And all these things that everybody else has to put up with, you. Mm -hmm. It's humbling. It's a wonder anybody likes us. It's a wonder anybody would stay with us. It's a wonder that anybody would not just slap us or remove us or or just say, man, enough is enough. Right? right? Yes, sir. You think about it tonight. I would say tonight that when God in His Word said one another, man, He said something huge. Because we're all one another. Number one tonight, I want you to consider you tonight, living with you, a heart connection. I notice in verse 10... If you and I are going to be able to be who we ought to be, living who, we, who God has allowed us to live with, again, I'm not talking about just a spouse and, and children. I'm talking about living together in all these relationships that you and I have with others tonight. We as a Christian are going to have to have a heart connection. Yes. A heart connection. The Bible says in verse 10, Be kindly affectionate, one to another with brotherly love. Now, them are important words tonight. And if we are going to be able to be lived with and we're able going to be able to live uh, with someone tonight, then you and I are going to have to have a heart connection to that individual. Right. And tonight that heart connection is going to consist of knowing that we belong to each other. The Bible says here tonight, be kindly affection one to another with brotherly love. There is a sense of belonging to each other. And tonight you have to come to a conclusion within our church, within your home, within your family tonight that you belong to each other. That ought to be big. That ought to be something within your life and within your heart that would persuade you that would calm you down, that would bring you to a place of humility and submission, knowing that I am belonging to you and you belong to me. And in that tonight we can see these words are so important that it means tonight there's some extra feelings that ought to come forth with having uh, spouse or children or church members are being part of one another tonight. Uh, that me that we would have extra feelings, Amen. extra, not to this Joe. Oh, so Joe over there or over there, silly Sal over there. Oh no, but somebody that we're one another with tonight that we have extra feelings. Right. Something within us tonight, kindly affectionate. That you, to church tonight, you're extra with me. You're, you're going to be different than the rest. You're, you are special in a sense of, of my heart towards you tonight because we're one another. We are of the thing. Abundant tenderness. That means that word there, verse 10, kindly affectionate one to another means that I'm abundantly tender. That tenderness tonight can be identified as how you will have one another. in that one another relationship uh, that you are abundantly, that means tonight it's just much and more that there's a tenderness about you uh, tonight. That that other person would see that you and I that are one another has a special love, a tender love, it has a extra love. Everybody else don't get that, but you do. And because we're one another tonight, we find that there is a belonging to each other. Number two, I notice there's a protecting each other. Whenever you are of one another tonight, there's a protecting of each other. It says here tonight to be kindly affection one to another with brotherly love. Brotherly love, there's a protection there. Wouldn't you protect your brother? Wouldn't you protect your sister? Wouldn't you protect your mother and your father? Wouldn't you protect tonight your children? Surely. Tonight with this one another, tonight we find are protecting each other. It means to consider them, to watch them, to hold them. In other words, tonight, that spouse... And those children and your church member and your coworker, and the other family member tonight and any other ones that you're in a relationship that called one another tonight, uh, you would be one tonight that would bring protection upon them, not harm, not suffer, not difficulty, not causing them to have a hardship or a heartache, but to be Protected. One another tonight. We find thirdly, not only there is a belonging and there's a protecting but then there's a responsibility for each other. The Bible says in verse 10, be kindly affection one to another with brotherly love and what we notice about that, there's a responsibility on your behalf tonight that you bring happiness. You. Bring happiness. You said, How about them? We're not talking about them. We're talking about you. You bring happiness in that relationship, you bring happiness in one another. Have a heart connection tonight. You. Tonight is the one who will bring happiness. You'll bring health and you'll bring hope tonight according to the scripture there in verse 10 tonight. And so there is a protection. There's a responsibility of bringing happiness. And there is a, there is a coming together and there is one who's together tonight that is a, a family idea or it is a group thought tonight. It is one of one another tonight. And I have to have a heart connection according to the Scripture now. If you are going to be right with God, you are going to have to have a heart connection with that one that you're together with. Amen? Amen. So how about them? Don't worry about them. You worry about you. Right. We're talking about you tonight, not them. So you tonight. So we see that you got to have a heart connection according to the Scripture. Be kindly. I love that. Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love. Number two, we find to honor, have an honor of consciousness. An honor of consciousness. Not only a heart connection to one another, but a honor consciousness. In other words, tonight, God would have you in verse 10, in honor preferring one another. In a relationship of a wife relationship and husband relationship, in a parent, and child, in a church, in other relationships tonight, there has to be, according to the scripture, a honor consciousness. In other words, in relationship to one another tonight, you have to make yourself have a consciousness that that other one you honor. Uh You can't say, I forget. You can't say, well, I messed that one up. You can't say, well, you know, I just don't think of that. No, tonight, if you're going to be right with God and walking with God tonight, you've got to, to be obedient to that verse there. And that old verse says, in honoring. In honoring. So tonight, there is a honoring that's going to take place. Honoring, preferring one another. This honor consciousness tonight, number one, is to give honor. Is to give honor, and so you that are in a with another, it's you responsibility that you give honor to others. Not honors, not others give honor to you, but you give honor to others. Amen. And so we find tonight that means what does honor mean now? Well, honor means to present a value. So now you have a responsibility tonight in this one another that you show that individual who you're one another with, that you show them they're valuable to you. Right. That's honor. Yes. Yes, sir. Honor's not this. I honor you. That's a bunch of baloney. Mm-hmm. Who gives a rip about you telling me you honor me? Mm-hmm. We don't care about who you tell somebody you honor. We're talking about what's honor do. What does honor mean? Well, honor means tonight is that you present to that individual, whether it's your wife, children, spouse, or whether it's your co-worker or maybe a member of a church, whatever one another is tonight in that relationship, you must present them valuable. Uh That's honor. Amen? Can you imagine tonight? If you're in a relationship or you're in a one-another uh, opportunity and that other one is showing and telling and presenting to you to have value in the relationship, how would that make you feel? Man, that'd make you feel pretty good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Most of the time, the individual is devaluing you. Oh. But those that are Christians, those that are walking with God tonight, have a responsibility tonight to bring forth honor. And that honor is to present to them value. There's value. You've got value. In my heart, my mind, there's value with you. Hey, that word honor there means too. It means preciousness. And so it's our responsibility in our relationships with others tonight, not them, but us who are Christian tonight, to show forth and present to them that they are precious. Amen. Can you imagine tonight if God's people tonight would actually obey the scripture tonight and go forth in all of their relationships and bringing forth honor and showing value to those who they have relationships with and put forth their preciousness upon them. I'm telling you tonight, it will enrich you. Instead of you cutting them down and you tearing them up and spitting them out tonight and you making them feel about this high and you making them feel like they're not worth anything tonight. And you wonder what's wrong with the relationship. You what's wrong with the people. You wonder what's wrong with taking place and what's going on in the house of God tonight. I'm telling you what's going on tonight. You're not right with God. That's what's going on. God said we are to show them to be precious, to show value. That word also means tonight, in the way of honor, it means tonight to have respect. Respect. To respect you. Am I? We we hear that all the time. I see people get in fights sometimes. You disrespected me. Boom. Throat shot. I see people at work all the time just walk off and quit because they got Disrespected. I, I see people in restaurants getting a fight, a husband, a wife, a boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever, and the, the words that come out of their mouth, you ain't this is the last time you disrespected me. And so this word respect, it seems like tonight, is across the board in everywhere, in every way. But those that are walking with God, those that are children of God tonight, according to the scripture, uh, we're going to have to end honor. Yeah. That means we've got to show respect. Make sure they know they're precious and make sure they know they're valuable mm-hmm. and know that they're respected. They're respected for the character in which they have. They're respected in what the things that they've done. They're respected in who they are. Uh, they're respected uh, tonight in what they become. Mm-hmm. Amen. Listen, tonight, you can't change anybody. No, sir. The only person you need to worry about tonight is you. Mm-hmm. And if there's anybody who needs to be changed tonight, It's not your spouse or your children, but you. You're the one who needs to change. See, tonight we hardly ever get anything right with anybody. We always find ourselves in, in a trouble or find ourselves in a friction or find ourselves in contention. We find ourselves in divorce court. We find ourselves in arguments. We find ourselves in the, in the doghouse. We find ourselves, ourselves tonight in many occasions in separations and many occasions tonight where we're not talking to one another. And friend, it's not them, it's you. So when we just start deciding in our heart to look at you, we can get something done. And tonight, you is whom we're speaking of, one another. One another. Honor consciousness, to give honor. Number two, not only to give honor, but to show honor. The Bible says in verse 10, it says, preferring one another. Preferring one another. How do we tonight... Show honor. We're well, to give honor, but how do we show honor? Well, we got to do it by preferring. So what does preferring mean? Well, preferring means this. It means to go before. That means tonight that if you, if you want to be honored, you have to go before and show honor. If you want to be respected, You've got to go before in respect. That's how it works. If you want to be precious, if you want to be valued, then you've got to go before and have those people shown preciousness and value. That's what preferred means. So in honor preferred one another tonight, meaning tonight that you go before anyone and everyone and you show them. You say, let me tell you something, family. Let me tell you something, spouse. Let me tell you something, children. Let me tell you something, church. Let me tell you something, world. Let me show you what it means to honor. Not tell somebody you honor them. You show somebody you honor them. You got to go before them. That word preferred there, It also means tonight to lead out. It means to set the example. And tonight in our relationships, in all of our relationships, uh, I heard this the other day and I like the saying, uh, there was a general and uh, he was uh, General Patton. Y'all ever heard of General Patton? General Patton said this. He said, lead, follow, or get out of the way. I like that. I wish I'd have said that. Lead, follow, get out of the way. And tonight it ought to be in your heart and your mind tonight to say, I tell you what I'm going to do in my relationship. What I have with one another tonight. And whatever I have in one another in whatever location that is tonight and whomever that may be, tonight I'm just going to be an obedient to God and I am going to do something tonight. What are you going to do? I'm going to be kindly affectionate. Kindly affectionate with one another. And in honor preferring one another. I'm going to lead out And I'm going to lead out in my home, I'm going to lead out in my heart, I'm going to lead out in my church, I'm going to lead out everywhere and anywhere I go and people are going to have to just follow who I am because I'm going to set the example. Can you imagine tonight if every child of God in this room would have the attitude of saying I'm going to lead out and set the example of how to honor one another? Man, we'd make a difference. Man, we'd make a change in everywhere we go. Right. Everywhere. What are you talking about, brother? I'm talking about a heart connection, but I'm also talking about an honor consciousness. To bring happiness tonight is an honor consciousness. The mutual respect between you and them brings success. Mm-hmm. That's what it's saying. In verse 10, preferring one another brings success. So any time that you can obey God's word will always bring success. And if you can honor one another, then you'll have success. If you can honor one another, you'll find success in every adventure that you have. Tonight that means also, it means happiness will bring happiness. The mutual honor brings promotion. See, whenever you obey and do your uh, the, the, your have your family and your, your relationship and your marriage and your parenting and your and your church tonight, your workplace, there's promotion there. Mm-hmm. I like that. Number three, it brings in the mutual love, it brings decency. And boy, don't we need decency today. Amen. Number three. I'm moving right along. There's a healthy commitment I notice tonight with one another. I notice in verse eleven tonight, in this one another mindset in which we're preaching tonight, is to work with one another. The Bible says in verse eleven, not slothful in business. Well, you're saying, brother, I'm kind of confused here. Ain't that talking about business? Well, in verse 10, it's talking about one another. In verse 13, it's talking about one another. Verse 14, talking about one another. Verse 15, talking about one another. Verse 16, one another. Verse 17, one another. Verse 18, one another. And verse 19, one another. Verse 20, verse 21 is one another. The whole ram and context of what I'm talking about tonight is one another. So he must be talking about to be slothful, not in business. That means the business of one another. Right? Don't be slothful with one another. If tonight and, and whatever it is that you're with someone tonight or, or you have something to do with a relationship with one another tonight, uh, the Bible says don't be slothful in that. In other words, tonight, don't be lazy. Don't be lazy with your relationship with your wife and your husband tonight. Then you're not doing what God asks you to do. Don't be lazy in the relationship with the parent and with the child. Don't be lazy. You say, what? Well, there's trouble there. There's problem there. You know why there's trouble and problem there? Because you've been slothful. Right. in the business of raising children. In the business of marriage, in the business of business, in the business of, of church, uh, relationships tonight. We find so many tonight that it seems like there's one in the relationship that seems wants to make the relationship work, and there's another one in the relationship who don't really give a flip. Right. They're just lazy in it. It seems like this one has to work overtime. This one has to work extra time. This one here has to go beyond, while this other one out here is just kind of sloughing around. So we find tonight if we're going to be right with God, we're going to not be slothful in business. And the business is one another. Be lazy. That means don't be lazy. Number two, it means tonight is don't be idling. Don't be idling with one another. Just don't be be in neutral. Uh, Just don't be sitting there tonight and uh, uh, you're just kind of in a reset mode. We don't need one another in reset modes. We don't need nobody idling tonight. We don't need nobody tonight who's slothful tonight in one another tonight. Uh, Don't be inactive. Don't be tonight absent. That's what it means tonight in slothful in business. Don't be absent in the one another. Amen. I mean tonight we got to get off our do-nothings. And get to doing something. If tonight we're going to be obedient and we're going to do what God wants to do with one another, then I've got it in my relationship with you tonight and your relationship with me tonight and my relationship with my home tonight and my relationship at work tomorrow and my relationship with everybody else that I have in other places tonight. I can't be slothful. I'm wrong with God. And I wonder why these relationships and I wonder why these things that are going on are just not where they are to be, where they should be. It could be tonight because you're lazy. Right. That's why. God help us tonight. Amen. One another. Don't you like the series already? I mean, it really just tells us all about us. Number two, a healthy commitment means work with one another Secondly, it means energize one another. In a relationship with one another tonight, no matter what relationship it is and with whomever it may be tonight, uh, we are told to have fervent in spirit. One another. So whatever tonight me and you have, uh, there needs to be some fervency in it. Fervent in spirit. What does that mean tonight? That means keep it going. You know, you, you hear this all the time. Well, how have you heard from So-and-So in a while? No, I haven't heard from them in about two months. Well, I wonder what happened. Uh, well I don't know. Hey, did you call them? No. Did you text them? I ain't got time. I mean, did you email or did you, did you do any kind of Facebooking? I mean, uh, did you do any kind of way to reach out to them? No, If they're going to talk to me, they've got to call me. That's that the way it works. Bible teaches one another, you've got to, to keep the fervent in spirit. You've got to keep this thing going. You gotta keep it going. If you're waiting on the one on the other side to keep it going, you're already in the wrong. You're backing up. You fervent in spirit. You've got to keep it going. That word fervent there means boiling. You got to keep the fire going. Who keeps the fire going? In my relationships, you. Well, if my relationships go cold, you. Well, if it goes haywire, <laughs> you. I'm responsible. Yes. Who said that? God. Well, you know what? I don't want no friends anyway. That's good. You ain't got any. <laughs> Fervent in spirit. Keeping it going, firing it up, moving it forward. That's what it means with one another tonight. Man, if you don't see somebody on Sunday morning, you'll be calling them this week. Keeping it going. I'm just saying tonight, if you're going to be anything in the church tonight, uh, somebody who wants to be with one another uh, tonight, if somebody will come on Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night, I promise you somebody needs to get a call and say, hey, where you at, what you doing, and what's going on? You're saying, well, you know, brother, you're you're kind of being busy now. You're kind of getting into people's business. No, I'm trying to be obedient to God. I'm trying to be obedient with the word says, fervent in spirit in my relationship and being with one another. I'm just trying to keep it going. I want to keep the fire going between me and you. It's my responsibility to do that. Amen. Yes. I notice here tonight, don't be the discourager. All right? Don't be the destroyer. Don't be the divider. Be the one fervent in spirit with one another. Be the one tonight that's not slothful in business with one another. Be the one tonight that the Bible says serving the Lord. Now, you're not, it doesn't say serving them. It says serving the Lord. I'm not slothful in business and I'm fervent in spirit serving the Lord. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not, if you're slothful in business and you're not fervent in spirit, you're not serving the Lord. Right. Does, he make, does that make sense? Yeah. You're serving before the Lord. And who is God expecting you to serve? One another. Right. But you're not really serving them, you're serving Him. And while serving Him, you get to them. And tonight, you can't ever get disappointed with that. Because when you begin to serve one another and begin to look at one another and your motives and your mind is about them and pleasing them, tonight they're going to sorely disappoint you. They're going to have a a place in your life when you're going to get so depressed and you're going to get so out of it that you're going to quit talking to them. But Fred, if you serve the Lord and no matter what they do, serve the Lord no matter what they say, serve the Lord if they don't respond on a text and they don't call you back and they don't email you back, or if they take a Facebook and they cut you off or remove you. What's that called when they remove you from somewhere? Delete. Delete. They delete you. And you get all bent out of shape because you got deleted on Facebook. Man, listen. You're going to need a pacifier soon. We got to get some big old diaper bag out there, brother cat. And these folks coming here who got deleted on Facebook, we'll put a big old diaper bag on them. Put a big old diaper on them. Give them a, get them a old, old pacifier and we'll send them over there in the corner and we'll say, poor pitiful you. <laughs> it's amazing tonight how people get so affected when they get deleted. Man, I wouldn't care if, if anybody would ever delete me in anything. Man, I'm telling you tonight, so many people get so bent out of shape with a lot of things. Like somebody don't call you back, and you get all bent out of shape for somebody not calling you back. Man, listen, there's a whole lot more things in life tonight than somebody didn't call you back. Right. Well, I texted them and they didn't text me back. Oh you man, know, I tell you what I did, and I went by the house, and I knew they was in the house, and and I knew I heard somebody talking, and I knocked on the door, and they didn't answer the door. I tell you right now, I'm mad right now. Why are you mad? You're not serving the Lord. Serving the Lord, you'd knock on the door next week. You're serving the Lord, you'd knock on the door next week after that. Serving the Lord. No, you're serving yourself and you're serving them, and you're just a big old baby. God help us tonight. Serving the Lord. Because all you want to do tonight is you want to please Him. Tonight you want to, that word uh, serving means a slave. It means someone who's submissive, someone who's a servant. And tonight what He's saying is you've got to be a servant unto me for one another. A servant unto me for one another. You know why somebody couldn't tonight do what I already spoke of? Because you're not serving the Lord. That's why tonight you would leave out of here if you mad. You might leave out of here tonight maybe even uh, disappointed, or you might leave out of here tonight uh, maybe tonight in, in a foul mood or something of that nature tonight because of the things that are being said. And it all just boils down to you're just not serving the Lord. Because if you were serving the Lord tonight, you'd receive everything that's being said tonight. You'd say, thank you, Lord, for showing me where I'm not serving the Lord. Because, see, I want to do better than that. We find tonight not only serving before one another, but verse 12 we see encouraging one another. We see that in verse 12. It says rejoicing in hope. Rejoicing in hope. Tonight we have a responsibility with one another, and that is to encourage one another. That's our responsibility, you tonight. It says rejoice in hope. In other words, that there needs to be a gladness about you. Not a downer. Rejoice in hope to one another. When you're with someone or when you're around another tonight, uh, they ought to be able to find that you are one that has a gladness about you. You're not a downer. I mean, when you get around them, everybody starts crying. No, when everybody everybody gets around you, man, there will be some gladness taking place. And just being around that individual, man, just lifts me up. Just talking to them. I'm telling you, man, there's just something about them right there that just brings me to a place of gladness. Just seems like they, they just have something that's different. That's what we ought to be with one another tonight. You rejoicing in hope. A gladness, not a downer. Number two, there ought to be a joyfulness. That's what the rejoicing means. A joyfulness tonight and not a sadness. You ought not be a sad sack. Every time you talk to you, you've got something going on wrong. I mean, every time you talk to you, uh, there's something happening. I mean, it might be happening over on the other side of the world tonight. But man, you are down down about it. Something might have happened a year ago, five years ago, and you're still chewing on it. I mean, it might have happened, man. Nobody remembers it anymore. And you, just got, you barely remember it. But you just can't bring the joy. See, that's not what God would have for one another. You know, us with one another tonight, we don't need to find down and sad Tonight we need rejoicing and gladness and cheerfulness. Is that right? Amen. I mean, we live with you. We got to get some cheerfulness somewhere. Right. We got to get some gladness somewhere. We got to get some rejoicing somewhere, amen. And it might as well be you. Mm-hmm. Man, the husband ought to want to come home. Mm-hmm. And the wife ought to want the husband to come home. Right. And the kids ought to be saying, we're mom and we're daddy. And daddy always be, Mom always saying, listen, I can't wait to see my children. It ought to be, I can't wait for Sunday morning, I can't wait for Sunday night, I can't wait for Wednesday night to see one another. Mm-hmm. To be with one another. Why? So you can be a, a Debbie Downer? So you can be a sad sack? So you come in here with all your gloom and doom? You come here all your husband's problems and all your spouse's problems and all your children's problems all your financial problems and all your medical problems and all your emotional problems and all your medical problems and all your family problems and all your friend down the street problems all your co-worker problems and come in here and just lay all that out to us. Man, listen. One another rejoicing and hope. Well, people around us tonight, they are to have hope. Rejoicing in hope, gladness, cheerfulness, joyfulness tonight. The hope that they have. That word hope means anticipation. That word means expectation. They ought to have hope in Christ with one another. They ought to have hope in the home. They ought to have hope in the church. They ought to have hope in the marriage. They ought to have hope in the future. They ought to have hope in eternity. Rejoicing in hope. We are the children of hope. We have the blessed hope. We have the hope of all of eternity. We are the people of hope. Amen. One another tonight. My, I fell so bad on this. I'm so, I'm so needing revival. I'm so needing tonight this message that, because I want to be an encourager to one another. But I want to, if I'm going to be an encourager, i got to bring hope to you. Number five, strengthening one another. The Bible says in verse 12, patient in tribulation. Strengthening one another. That word patient there and that word tribulation, you could put it like this. You stay under control, under pressure. Well, that has strengthened one another. Staying under control, under pressure. That strengthens. That strengthens one another. Somebody watches your life, they see you under pressure. They see you all the time under distress. They see you, friend, whenever, boy, the fire is hot. You don't miss church, you don't miss services. You don't miss your Bible reading and praying. You don't miss what God would ask you to do, the opportunities He might have you to do. Everybody comes to church, looks around, and I'll tell you something, that individual's under pressure, but I promise you he'll be in the house of God. I promise you she'll be here. They won't be sitting at home saying, I'm tired. They won't be sitting at home saying, boy, I got a lot of pressure on me. They won't be sitting at home and say, boy, you just don't understand of all the things that are coming at me. No, that's not what God would be doing. That's not what Christians do. Christians don't flake out when the pressure's on. Christians don't quit when the pressure's on. Christians don't, don't go in another direction. They don't go like an ostrich with their head in the sand. Uh, they don't run to the nearest uh, drugstore. Uh, they don't go out into the field and into the sea and into the wilderness trying to find nobody. Tonight they're staying right there. Amen. Patient in tribulation. Mm-hmm. That strengthens one another. That word also means tonight, not only staying. They're under pressure, but you can also say it in these terms. uh, It means persevere in trouble. Persevere in trouble. When there's trouble in your marriage, you persevere. When there's trouble in your finances, when there's trouble in your physical, when there's trouble in your spiritual, when there's trouble, you persevere. Strengthening one another. I tell you, I've been saved for 35 years. I've been in church longer than that. I have seen so many through my time of being at church, of the quitting and the giving up and the moving out and the letting over, letting go. My heart has been broken the thousands of times. My heart has been shattered millions of times. Yeah. I tell you tonight, if I could have just a penny for everyone who said to me, Brother Larry, we love you. We're going to stick with you. We're going to stay with you. Man, you preach the word of God and we're behind you all the way. I'd be a millionaire tonight. Yeah. And if I just had a penny for everyone who's not here, who should be here, I'd be a multi-millionaire. But friend, not too many people anymore persevere in trouble. But we're talking about tonight what God would have us to do with one another. Strengthen. That word there also means tonight, and I close with this. It means to endure in suffering. To endure in suffering. Even when you're hurting. Even when there's pain. Even when there's a stabbing. Even though when there's just a, I can barely go. My heart is so hurt. There's an enduring. I'm talking about strengthening tonight one another. One another tonight. I want to be that individual tonight. That I can be that one that strengthens one another. I can be that one tonight that can bring forth and to be that one who honors on one another. That I have a heart connection. That tonight I can be with you and you can be with me and I can bring some rejoicing in your life. Tonight that's what I want to be, don't you? Man, God help us tonight. It'll help our homes, it'll help our church, it'll help our workplace. It'll just help our Christian life. God, I pray tonight that you'd help us. Let's stand to our feet, our heads are bowed, and our eyes are closed and As we think about tonight this one another and what God has to say about it, he sure lays it out very clearly tonight in these passages. And I pray tonight that, uh, that you think about it at least. At least consider. How about you tonight? How about you? Living with you. Living with you. Now I can imagine tonight if, if we did these things living with you, boy, it would be a real, real delight, wouldn't it? If these things that I preached on tonight was part of you and living with you, it would be delightful. Living with me, it would be delightful. See, we want to point fingers at everybody else tonight, but we hardly ever want to just point at us. Say, it's me, Lord. It's me. Would you come tonight? It's time to come. It's time to come to the altar. You see, I do this every every time we have church. I come to the altar. Amen. Glory to God. I would rather be guilty of coming to the altar and then being not being guilty of not coming to the altar and not making my heart right with God. You said, brother, I got to come to the altar to get my heart right. I can't get my heart right without going to the altar. No, I didn't say that at all. But there's just something about crucifying that flesh. Something about allowing my flesh to be told what to do rather than my flesh telling me what to do. There's just something about coming under conviction and following the leadership of the Holy Spirit and there's just something about bowing down on my knees my face toward the ground while my heavenly Father is above. There's just something about that that Puts me in a place of homage unto God. It's amazing when John seen Jesus in Revelation chapter 1, the Bible said he fell down on his face. It's amazing tonight. If you had seen Jesus, you might fall down too. Some have come tonight. Would you come? Would you come tonight? one another tonight, one another. God, help me in this, this thought tonight that I'd be that, that one another. Oh, as many are praying tonight, you just follow the Lord as he leads tonight. We just want God here at Glory Baptist Church. We want God in our lives. We want God in our homes. We want God in our friends. We want God in our work. We want God in our families. We want God. We just want God. We've got to get it together. There's coming a day, friend, whenever the parents will come up against the children. There's a day coming when your friends are going to betray you, when your kinfolk's going to betray you, when your family's going to betray you. It's coming here soon. Tonight, but one another, we can't betray each other. We gotta to come together tonight. We gotta to be of one, of one church, of one body. We gotta to be together tonight. As these are praying tonight, I'm gonna to pray as well with these. And then tonight we'll take prayer request and, and then we'll pray together as a church. Father, I come to you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, my heart's convicted tonight. Father, about me, about me tonight. Lord, I pray, Father, as what I heard tonight was the word of God, that I'll be obedient. Lord, I'll be yielding and submissive to, to what you have said to us tonight. I would be that one. Tonight, I'd be that one tonight, Lord, with that heart connection. God, I'd be that one tonight with that, with that honor consciousness. I'd be that one tonight, dear God, with that commitment. God, that is made, Lord, in order to be what God would have me to be. I'm not interested in me. I'm interested in you. And I'm interested in others tonight. Father, I pray, Lord, as everyone in this auditorium, God, that's been praying and asking God to help them, we pray you would help them. Pray tonight, Lord, that you'd bring conviction upon their heart, but, God, you'd bring power in their lives. I pray when we leave out of here tonight, dear God, that we'll just get a little closer one with another. God, we just won't be strangers. God, that we'll be together. And Lord, I ask you, Lord, to touch each home. Father, touch each marriage, each husband and wife and children. God, bring them together. God, make them one another. God, make it, dear God, sweet. God, make it good. I pray, Lord, that you knock off anything and everything that's brought differences and damages and destruction in the home tonight God I pray tonight in the church Lord that you remove every division and every schism God anything and everything God that has brought a trouble Lord you remove it Oh God speak to our hearts directly here tonight don't let us move out of here unless God you let us move God don't let us go tonight until you let us go Uh, Help us tonight, Lord, to fully confess and coolly become clean with you. I pray tonight you'll change every one of us. That God, when we walk out of here tonight, we'll be more like Jesus than we were when we came in. That our hearts tonight, God, have a greater determination and resolve that Jesus will be seen in me. Tonight we describe Christ and all these things. We thank you, Lord, again for the gathering of your people. Thank you for the preaching of your word. Thank you for the moving of your spirit. We pray tonight, Lord, that you take us and use us for thy glory. I pray for each one tonight that's praying that you answer their prayers and give them the desires of their hearts. God, I pray you change them accordingly. God, help them to get up in victory tonight. Help them to walk out tonight, dear God, prevailing, living with that joy in their hearts. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
3: Each step I take, my Savior goes before me, and with his loving hand he leads the way. And with each breath I whisper, I adore thee. Oh, what joy to walk with him each day! Each step I take, Each step I take just leads me closer.